1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode Kiss of Death. Mike Brown, that's Jeremy Brenner. Kiss of Death episode, I think four hundred and eighty-six, Jeremy. We're almost at five hundred.
0: How incredible we are. I think, is that? I think I did the math. I think I don't I may not have it right, and who knows what's gonna happen. We may have some emergency pods coming in here. Um I think it's gonna be December twenty third, is is five hundred. I think that's what we're like oh. right around Christmas time.
1: I love it. Uh, yeah. Always good on to be on with you. Thanksgiving Eve, if you didn't listen to our last show, <laughs> number one, you should have. Uh, or no, I think it was two shows ago that you and I did. It's my favorite holiday. I mean, this holiday is sensational. Turkey, I know you're not a turkey guy. I'm not a pie guy. Like, the family today was like, hey, we went and got all these pies, and I'm like, that's great. I'm not going to eat any of them. You're not a pie
0: guy? I hate pie. Oh, that's not going to go well with the listeners <laughs> well it'll be all right
1: uh but we're here to talk rockets basketball not necessarily what kind of pies mike likes 111 rockets win seven and
0: six w pod
1: yeah it is yeah it is i was i was i put it up on the t and you knocked it out of the park alex always good to have you my man uh happy thanksgiving to you and the fam Jeremy, tonight was an interesting game because it's like Rockets looked lethargic in the first half, picked it up at the end of the third, where Jalen Green, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a bit, uh, went dunkstronaut with a nasty slam at the end of the third. And then we just blew the brakes off of the Grizzlies in the fourth quarter.
0: Absolutely. And from those of you who have listened uh, to the to the, I think it was the Lakers show that we did on Sunday. Go check that mm-hmm. out if you haven't listened to it already, uh, and the Warriors show as well. Um, but I was, I, I said, I, I let us in prayer, right, Mike? You remember that mm. prayer? What was that? Mm. What was that prayer that I said?
1: Uh, it's gonna be all right. Something along those lines.
0: I said Jalen will be just fine. Okay, so I almost got it right. Uh, you were in the same family. Oh, okay. Um, I'll give it to you, but yeah, Jalen will be just fine. And, and tonight oh. prove that obviously, yes, coming off of Monday night when he, he wasn't fine, um, and got benched in the fourth quarter, rightfully. So I say, um, Oh, absolutely. You can see that that may have triggered something with Jalen. And, you know, I'm not, look, there's a, that was, that was the last game. And, you know, the last game is the last game and it doesn't really have a whole lot to do with what happened tonight, but, Maybe it did. Maybe this is the Ime Udoka effect coming into play once again where, you know, the way that he's coaching these guys, it's not like how Silas would have. And did that have an impact in this game? We will never know. But Jalen looked good tonight, and that's what matters.
1: He had – good Lord, man. He had 34 tonight on 13 of 26 from the field. Season high, for sure. Season high. But it's also – Jeremy, what I noticed about the game tonight, especially looking at the, at the box score, such an evenly distributed game and felt like between so many dudes tonight. I mean, Jabari, Jabari had 18, Dylan had 13, Shangoon had 11, uh, Van Fleet had 16, Jalen had 34. And another two things that really stood out to me tonight, Jeremy, Tari Eason, 19 minutes, only six points. Jayshon Tate, 26 minutes, only had two points. Both of those guys were in double-digit over twenty on the plus-minus column. It's the That's defense. impressive. And that,
0: oh. It's the defense and that defense came in, you know, clutch throughout the entire game. You know, holding an NBA, look. I get that uh, Memphis is, uh, you know, struggled with injuries tremendously this year, and obviously they also don't have John Morant, uh, who's still serving that suspension, which is uh, over halfway over. He's got about eleven games to go after tonight. Um, And they've had a rough, they've had a rough go at it three and 11 to start the year. Um, But that's, you know, there's, they signed up for NBA basketball just like the Rockets did and the Rockets played who was in front of them tonight and they took advantage. Um, And I think that with, you know, you got to put the clamps on and they did that tonight. Grizzlies were held to 32.9% shooting 20 uh, under 22% from the three point line. And that's not just a cold Grizzlies team. You know, that, that is, the Rockets contesting, you know, as many shots as they could. Accurate. And that is why you get a 20-point win, you know. That's that's the product of that.
1: And it's also, Jerry, it's becoming so evident to me. And it's like, oh, no dumb Mike. The Rockets don't turn the ball over. They got a good shot at winning. Tonight they had six turnovers. The last that's three good. games in on this West Coast road trip, they struggled with turnovers, if I'm not mistaken. All three games, or the last three games, they've been in double digits on the turnovers at minimum. Rockets had six turnovers tonight, and they won. You know, they only shot, you know. they only shot what, 30, uh, nearly 33% from three?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but don't turn the ball over. The Rockets have a really good shot at winning
0: games. My dad would always tell me, and granted it was like, I guess, I guess it applies for almost any sport, um, if you will. You can't score if you don't got the ball. So if you keep the ball Mm. away from the other team, they can't score. (laughs) So um, you know that that's a big part of why the Rockets win tonight. Out of those six turnovers, uh, the or out of the seven, six, seven turnovers they had, uh, Grizzlies only scored nine points off those turnovers. So there you go.
1: And and look, they're they're missing they're missing guys. Smart didn't play tonight. Jaw didn't play tonight. But they're building good habits. When you hold an NBA team. I don't care who's on the courts at 91 points. That's, that's good defense. The Rockets are playing really good defense. And we talked about it. Sorry, the, the days are kind of jumbled together on a holiday week. But the last, on the West Coast road trip, the Rockets didn't get blown out in any one of those three games. And I think that was one of the more positive things that I took away, even though they lost all three games. They were in all three games. They didn't get blown out. They didn't give up 140 points, even to Golden State. And that translated again tonight against Memphis. They played good defense. They held on to the ball. And Jalen – I'm not even going to say, Jeremy, that Jalen's back because he didn't go anywhere. Like people who were dog-walking Jalen Green needed to take a breather. And they were jumping off of the end of the – you know, the plank, if you will, when there was no need to, he was still putting up decent numbers, they just weren't efficient.
0: Yeah, tonight was efficient, tonight was very, efficient oh, from so uh, Jalen, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, like, okay, if you take, like, he struggled on this road trip, definitely. Um, like, and even that last game against Denver, like. He wasn't, a, he wasn't shooting the ball well. He was one of 13 from the field. Mm-hmm. That's kind of when this slump started, um, if you will, so that he had nine points against Denver, but they won, and he was also doing some things well off the ball. Um, but then he struggled with his shot in L.A. in both those games, and he struggled again in Golden State. We saw that in that fourth quarter he didn't even get any playing time. Um, so, yeah, I mean – it's been a few games now, but that's like that's okay. Like it's not the end of the world, you no. know. And no, no, no. yes, and it, to me, it's not a total coincidence that when Jay, like Jalen, wasn't able to, you know, perform up to his standards, the Rockets weren't winning. But at the same time, Mike, the Rockets were like close to winning all of those games despite Jalen's poor performances. Right. Um So, and, and that's the thing with the Rockets is people that are subscribing to that mindset of, Oh, like Jalen has to be the guy. Like, yes, you want Jalen to be the guy. He was, he's your highest draft pick on the roster. He's essentially the first piece of the rebuild, if you will. Um, And so, yes, you, you drafted him to be your franchise too. And you want him to succeed. And it's going to be really hard to see this Rockets team succeed without Jalen succeeding individually. That being said, you know, there's 82 games in a season. You're not going to play well every single time. If you are, then you're, you're Nikola Jokic and you're the MVP. Um, or you're Giannis. Even Giannis has off nights. Even, you know, even Embiid has off nights. Um, you know, like, these guys are, like, it's it's going to take time. And as Alex is saying, Jalen is 21. He will mature. He had been bad. But I think some of his inefficiency on in offense is because Ime makes the boys play defense. And Jalen's defense has improved and Jalen's overall game, we've seen some strides in this first almost quarter of the season now. So that's why for me it's not a huge um like huge like don't like we're not hitting the panic button on Jalen yet. No. And tonight was a proof exactly why you're not pushing that button anytime soon.
1: And you also you don't need him to be a superstar. Like the this preconceived notion that these guys have to be this or have to be that no jeremy like the name of the game win games i don't care i don't care how you get it i don't care if it's dylan i don't care if it's jabari i don't care if it's aaron holiday they're learning how to win and it's important the next i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation
0: with business icons This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment.
1: That is a harsh lesson in business.
0: Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen The Bride and Groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Step in this, in this grand scheme of the season, they got to learn to win on the road. But the good news is is that they're 7-1 and at home. That's legit. I don't care. Again, I don't care who you're playing. I know that's the NFL mindset of just win, baby, win. Uh, Al Davis said it best. But it's the same thing across all – just you you beat the team in front of you, and the Rockets did that tonight. And Mm -hmm. it was just good to see Jalen just do his thing tonight. Yeah, You know, just be Jalen. Just play free and don't worry about anything. Yeah, um, what we
0: are seeing is that the Rockets are winning these games in different ways. This team is adaptable, um, and they are able to win in multiple ways. We saw against New Orleans, like Fred Van Vliet in the clutch was able to win that game for the Rockets. Yep. We yep. saw tonight Jalen was able to take the torch and win the game for the Rockets. We've seen Cheng Goon at times this year. Step up and be the reason why the Rockets win. Dylan Brooks has stepped up and he's won some games for the Rockets on his own um, on his own merit. So we are seeing the Rockets winning games in different ways, and that's how great teams form. They are Accurate. able to find ways to win, and Accurate. I feel like in the last few years there there was you know there was very few dimensions to the team, and in most like in in every game the Rockets won. Like Jalen had to play well or KPJ had to play well or like they, they had to play well in order to have a chance to win. Yeah. But it's not like that anymore. It's not a, it's not a rebuild situation.
1: It's it's not a rebuilding situation. You touched on it earlier. I think the point you made about Jalen getting benched in the fourth quarter is a wake up call. And I hope so because if he, if he turns this on dude, along with, and we don't shout out Fred Van Fleet, I feel like, as much as we should. He's just been steady Eddie. And that's what you're paying him all this money to be is would we like a superstar point guard? Yeah, I mean, we would like it, but he's exactly what this team needs, which is steady. He'll give you he'll give you sixteen to twenty a night, four or five rebounds, five to seven, eight assists. Um, and look, remember, the other night he had
0: sixteen assists.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and he scored – He 14 I think assists eight, in
1: Golden State. Yeah. eight. I think he had 8 to 10 points that game too. And Ahmed's not even playing, dude. And that's so much fun with this team is win, lose, or draw, they're fun to watch. Like there's always things happening, which is, which is really fun. Um, I do want to do a, a really cool exercise with you, Jeremy, if you're up for it. I'm down for a really cool exercise. Okay. So I want to do – so we're going to do three things that we're thankful for on this Rockets team. Now, it can be player. It could be a situation. It could be whatever you want it to be. But as a Rockets fan, we'll go back and forth. Uh, So I'll do one. You'll do one. We'll go back. So you lead it off. Give me something as a Rockets fan that you are thankful for
0: this holiday season. I'm thankful for Ime Udoka. Ooh, good and the one. reason and the reason one. why, and I feel like he's an easy person to say, um, because he was the first domino in the whole effect, right? Yeah, He I agree with he's that. He's the one that oh, brings yeah. in Van Vliet. I, I think without Imeo Udoka you don't get Van Vliet, you don't get Jeff Green, and you don't get Dylan Brooks. And Ooh, and yep. those guys are all part of the equation as like to it. why the Rockets are where they are right now. And I think and I think that his coaching style is also benefiting guys like Jalen and, uh, and Alp and Tari guys like that. He's, he's the, he's the straw. He's, he's stirring, he's stirring the drink and it, it makes it whole. So uh, as like a, you know, all encompassing, it's like I'm thankful for everything like that, oh, for that, sure. that is email in my eyes.
1: I like it. Okay. So, I'm going to take this – I'm going to kind of lead it up to like least thankful to most thankful of my three, if that makes sense. Uh, Honorable mention, as a Rockets fan, I'm just thankful I'm not a Pistons fan at this point because (laughs) uh, (laughs) that'll be my number three. Um, Look, and and I say this not to demean Pistons fans. I got family in Detroit. But I'm thankful that we're both in that rebuild mode. They went out and gave Monty Williams $80 million. And with where the Rockets are right now versus where the Pistons are right now, you can see that there's a plan being executed in Houston. And they're performing at a much higher level than what a Detroit is doing. And that shows just how important coaching is, player development is, so my number three thing that I'm thankful for as a Rockets fan is that I am not a Pistons fan with where we are in the development as a Rockets fan. <laughs>
0: Amen to that.
1: Yeah. All um, right, Jeremy, you're number two.
0: I'm, I'm thankful for health. Thankful for good health. Um, the Rockets, you know, for the most part, apart from Amen Thompson, who is hopefully going to be back soon. Yep. Uh, Angelita is asking when will he be back in action. Um, I think when they said, um, when he was out originally, they said it would be like a couple of weeks.
1: Two to four weeks. Um,
0: Two to four weeks. Is that like an estimate? Let's just say that's an estimate. Um, A grade two ankle sprain. Um, And he's missed now. This was game number nine that he's missed.
1: It's going to be more Um, four to six weeks.
0: Yeah, so a grade two ankle sprain um, is, yeah, about four to six weeks. So And that that injury happened on the 1st of November. So we're looking at maybe sometime between December 1 and December 15-ish. So maybe another two weeks or so. Um, So hopefully it's not much longer than that. Maybe if the Rockets are in this um, play-in tournament in the quarterfinals, maybe he'll be able to come back for that. That, I'm sure so. the Rockets would love to have him back for. Um, we'll, we'll talk about the in-season tournament later because it does coincide with the next two games. The next two games, the Rockets are their last in-season tournament games before uh, the knockout round, so uh, some big games there for sure. Um, but, yeah, other than Ahmed Thompson, though, everyone's been pretty healthy, and it's the Rockets have been able to develop some chemistry, and I do think that's been a big part of why the Rockets um, had that six-game win streak. And find themselves over 500 um, by Thanksgiving. So, yeah. Next yeah. two games Thanks. Rockets,
1: Denver, uh, play the Nuggets at home this Friday, and Dallas in Dallas uh, next Tuesday. Um, so, my number two thing that I'm thankful for as a Rockets fan Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday, that signing has been massive for the Rockets. He played 17 minutes tonight, he had seven points. And I say that I'm thankful for Aaron Holiday because he, without him, I don't know where we would be at that backup point guard spot. Whenever Fred Van Fleet goes off the court because Amen's been hurt, he's been a godsend so far. And I'm very thankful for Aaron Holiday.
0: The holiday season.
1: Uh, it is. Uh, that's an
0: elite <laughs> reference by you. I mean, that is elite. Holiday, uh, holiday season.
1: And your number one thing that you are thankful for as a Houston Rockets fan.
0: Ooh, um, presently. This is this is tough. Um, I will say this as the president of his fan club. Oh, I'd here we missed go. if I didn't. I knew food. it. I knew it. I'm not a I'm not a Turkey guy. Oh, but I am an Alper and Shangoon guy. Let me tell you that. Mm. Um, you know, Alp is in my opinion the guy that can make this team a true legitimate title contender someday i'm not saying this today is the day but i do think that if the rockets have a shot at the title it will be because of shangun and you need a guy like that on your roster and they don't just grow on trees they don't just grow on trees they aren't they don't just fall out of thin air they don't just you know appear one day no it takes time it takes a little bit of luck it takes a little bit of skill that trade Rafael Stone made to get him here was a very creative and crafty one and the Rockets didn't have to bring him in, but they did because they knew they needed a guy like him. And the fact that he's been able to develop this quickly so far already in his career this quickly, um, you know, hope I, I do believe that this guy has potential to be the face of the Rockets uh, for the next for the next very long time, decade plus, hopefully, fingers like fingers are crossed for LP. But I'm thankful for uh, my guy. Yeah, so Shangoon,
1: you you took you took one took one from me because I am thankful for him. My biggest thing that I'm thankful for so far this season, Jeremy, is that the owner of the Houston Rockets finally opened up the piggy bank and spent some money on free agents. You know, legit. Okay improve the team immediately to get them back to relevancy i.e. Van Fleet Brooks Landell appears to be a miss but Jeff Green Holiday all of these guys that's what I'm thankful for is this roster is now composed of talent for the future uh which they're obviously competing now um but I mean future superstars in Shangoon and Tari and Jalen um Cam Whitmore but then you combine that with Freddie and Dylan and all these guys. I'm thankful that the owner of the Houston Rockets finally cracked that piggy bank open to go sign us some legitimate free agents. Amen to Tillman. Mm. Tillman. If you're listening to the show, Tilly, uh, we're looking for a sponsor. So yeah, you know what? Hit the inbox, hit the inbox hard after the show. Jeremy, do you have anything you want to touch on uh, in-season tournament-wise before in-season we wrap tournament. the show up?
0: Yep. In-season tournament. So, the Rockets are... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun.
1: Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere... The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumpaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: you are in a very interesting spot right now with, when it comes to the in-season tournament because they're in the only group, the B group in the Western Conference, they're the only group that every team has lost a game so the Ro- the the number one team right now in East, in in west group b is the pelicans they're 2 and 1 they beat denver at home mm-hmm. and that gives them the edge because denver themselves they are also 2 and 1 the rockets are the only team that's only played two games so far they are 1 and 1 Now, the Rockets are basically in control of their own destiny for this tournament. If they go three and one, they will be at worst tied with the Pelicans, and therefore, they will have the tiebreaker over the Pelicans, and they will win Group B. So, yes, there's a lot of trickiness, and yes, there's a lot of, um, you know, point differentials and all of that, and who's going to be the wild card and whatever, but I'll lay it out simple for the Rockets fans win against Denver on Friday, win against Dallas on Tuesday. They are in the knockout round. I like it. Lose either of those two games and you risk getting eliminated. If you lose, if they lose Friday against Denver, they are out Mm. because they'll have two losses. Denver will have one. And of course, Denver will have, you know, the tiebreaker and Denver. I think this is their last game on Friday. They'll be three and one for the group. And that will be too much for the Rockets to be able to overcome. Uh, so, yeah, they, they cannot afford to lose a single one of the game. And then the Mavericks are 1-2. and two, So, and I think their last game is against us as well. Yeah, because Tuesday is the last game of uh, – last day of games for the blue play. So, yeah, both of these games are must-win for the Rockets in order to get uh, to the next round. Um, I, think I think they've got a shot, though. Um, even, and, and there is a scenario, I guess, where like the nuggets are two and two, like, so the Rockets win against Denver and they lose to Dallas, like all of the, like Dallas, there's a chance that Dallas, Denver, New Orleans, and us will all be two and two. And then I think it would go to point differential. And I think in that regard, it probably wouldn't be the Rockets because they, uh, unless they beat Denver out of the water which I don't see happening. So, yeah, win both these games and you're in. Um, and look, they've beaten Denver already once this year. Um, Denver's had a real weird week. Um, you know, Jokic, um, Jokic was ejected on Monday, uh, but they beat Detroit, but they barely beat Detroit. Um, and they've lost three of four, and that Detroit game was the only one they've won out of the four. So they've had a real weird stretch lately. There, there's an opportunity here for, um, yeah, for the Rockets to really pull out an upset, beat Denver again. That'd be huge. They can win twice against Denver, and then believe it or not, the game after Dallas on Tuesday is at Denver on Wednesday. We get three games against Denver before the end of November, uh, which is. I don't, annoying, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like
1: that, love it or hate it i oh, That there.
0: game against that game against Denver is almost like a week from now. So today is Wednesday. We play the next Wednesday. Almost certainly will be a loss, in my opinion. Back to backs against Den on the second half of the back to back in Denver. Yeah. It's gonna be really tough to win. Yeah. Um so we'll see. We'll, but we'll see, you know. The Rockets have done it already once this season. They're hungry for uh to try to win this tournament. That you know, they've got a shot at it, so why not go for it? Um, so agree. hopefully we'll be back on Friday talking about another Rockets
1: W. W pod. I think this is a good place to park right. the rocket ship on this pre Thanksgiving show. Once again, Rockets improved their record to seven and six with a 111 to 91 win over the Memphis Grizzlies from all of us here at the kiss of death. That's, Jeremy and I, uh, in the Fans First Sports Network, we hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving uh, with your families. Eat lots of turkey, ham, chicken, brisket, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, all the Beans, pies, green potatoes,
0: tomatoes. <laughs> I'm
1: going to let you run with that one, Jeremy. If you're on Twitter, make you sure to follow it. us at Rockets FFSN. Follow my co-pilot Jeremy Brenner on Twitter at.
0: Jeremy Brenner, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Go follow my co-pilot, Michael Brown, on Twitter at
1: Mike Brown underscore 2020. Next game, Friday night, 7 o'clock. So we will be live with you as soon as that game goes final. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.